Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. Marketplace transformation led by healthcare M&A is always noteworthy. However, COVID-19 has shifted the healthcare landscape like nothing before it in recent memory. To explain how healthcare M&A fared in Q2 of 2020, I'm joined by Courtney Medanek, Managing Director of Kaufman Hall, who will share the results of Kaufman Hall's recent healthcare mergers and acquisitions activity report. Courtney, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Mike. I appreciate you having me today. Courtney, Q1 ended with a lot of uncertainty as COVID began to spread in the United States. What were your initial assumptions going into Q2 around M&A compared to what actually happened? Sure. So, you know, this is a, a time when we can really look smart. We, ha- we have the benefit of hindsight, of course. But, you know, in reality, uh, like most others, we, we just didn't know what to expect. At the end of, of the first quarter, we only really had a few weeks of the reality of the pandemic in the rearview mirror. And it, it seemed like the world was, was just a bit frozen at that point. And of course, no one knew how long this was going to go on and, and sort of the nature of, of um, you know, life moving forward. At that point, with elective shutdown and, and the world in shock, we definitely saw a potential distress on the horizon, but it was hard to determine how far out that was, uh, how damaged some of these health systems might be and, and what their reaction would be. You know, at that point, we saw executives with their attention laser focused on preparing for the surge and really just dealing with what was right in front of them. And, and you know, there was a time period there where they really did not have the bandwidth to be thinking about strategic partnerships. But now what we know, and we sort of maybe didn't know at that point per your question, is that you know really strong organizations, organizations that went into the pandemic with uh, with very strong balance sheets and strong operating positions did not pause their strategic discussions, and you know we we have evidence of that now with a couple of major transactions that were announced in in June, uh, Stewart Healthcare's acquisition by a group of affiliated physicians, and Advocate Aurora Health's uh, proposed merger with Beaumont. Courtney, could you share some notable highlights from what happened in in Q2? Sure. So uh, although there was uh, probably not surprisingly a a slowdown uh, in the number of transactions, the quarter did see one of the largest average seller size ever recorded, which was over $800 uh, driven in part by those two deals that I just mentioned, Advocate Aurora Health Beaumont and, and the Steward transaction. The total transacted volume of, of 12 billion was also near historic highs and especially notable given the lower number of transactions that I mentioned. You know, Also, for-profit and national systems continue to reshape and optimize their portfolios with divestitures marking six of the 14 announced deals um, with sellers, including community health systems, quorum, and HCA. So um, that that was definitely another another trend and highlight of the quarter. What do you think the potential impacts could be uh, from COVID-19 on future M&A activity? So, you know, we think that the pandemic uh, has actually demonstrated and underscored the continued advantages coming from scale, 
uh, coordination among a, a large and, and you know larger and, and scalable system, uh, and innovation that's likely to strengthen the strategic rationale for for future partnerships. Um, so that said, you know the way that we're sort of um, describing the COVID nineteen crisis and its impact on M and A activity is driving activity. What I'll call on the bookends. Um, so on one side, you've got um, some that are, are significantly battered from a liquidity and operating standpoint. Um, even after some of the CARES dollars, uh, you know, we have some organizations that we see that are, are just, you know, really in a distressed place. And we think that there's going to be an increasing number of distressed transactions and maybe even bankruptcy deals. Um, but then on the other side of the spectrum, we see that highly strategic transactions are going to continue to increase, again, with strong organizations that went into the pandemic uh, looking to further bolster their positions and, um, and really not slowing down, uh, saying that, again, kind of back to the beginning of the question, um, they still see the advantages of scale coordination, innovation, uh, and the ability to be more prepared as a larger organization, continuing to drive those highly strategic transactions. Is there anything else you would like to share from the report or sum up for our listeners? Yeah, maybe just two additional points, uh, two trends that we really think are going to, to continue into Q3 and beyond. Uh, the first is this trend of, of mega deals. And throughout the, the podcast today, we've talked about a couple of those that happened in, in Q2. Um, now you've heard about the announcement of Cone Health and Centara last week. So we, we continue to see these, these mega deals uh, come together, some crossing state lines and looking to, uh, to develop more of a regional presence. And then second is the continued acceleration and interest in payer provider transactions. You know, the, the payers, of course, weathered the storm much better during the pandemic uh, than the providers, as you saw those volumes sort of slowing down. And, and you know, the, the continued drive toward value-based medicine, we think, is, is going to continue uh, driving these, these payer provider discussions and ultimately transactions. Courtney, if someone wanted to get a copy of the M&A activity report, where can they go? Sure, you can uh, get a copy of the report at www.kaufmanhall.com. Excellent. Well, we will look forward to seeing where M&A takes us through the rest of 2020. Courtney Medanik, thanks so much for joining us today on the Hospital Finance Podcast. Thanks for having me. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.